The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello there. What do you do? How are you? And welcome to episode 27 of Above the Nest with Rachelle, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. It's a great day to talk football. That is Eagles football, of course. And I'm your host, Rachelle Prevet, getting you hip very quick to what's happening. I'm recording on Friday, October 1st. So hello, October. It's officially spooky season, sweater weather. That's so hard to say, sweater weather all that good stuff. I'm not a big fan of fall. I've been very vocal about this on the QB Factory reboot with my co-host Mark Schofield. I'm not a big fall fan. I like summer. But one thing I do always look forward to, if I'm being completely honest, is Freeform's 31 Nights of Halloween when they're playing like all of the throwback movies. My favorites to this day are Halloween Town, of course, and Hocus Pocus. I can watch those movies literally every single night of 31 nights of Halloween and I won't get tired of them. They just put me in a nostalgic, happy place. Like I feel like I'm back in elementary school, you know, get some apple cider heated up and then, you know, make some popcorn. Just, it just, it's just a vibe. I just, I like to be in that place. Um, I'm very childish. So of course, like a lot of the shows that I love when it comes to 31 nights of Halloween. And when I think of Halloween are like those you know, Disney Channel movies. But I do want to know what are some of you guys' favorite Halloween movies? When you think of this season, what movies do you think of or what movies come to mind? So feel free to add me on Twitter at Rachel Monique. That's R-A-I-C-H-E-L-E-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E because I want to know what are you guys watching to get you through spooky season. But I guess we have to start with the week three loss to the Cowboys. 41 to 21. Now the Eagles are one and two going into week four against the Chiefs. I am so oh so ready to put this loss behind us. And I think we all are like it was so ugly. It was so brutal. And it would be against the Cowboys out of all teams. So that's something that we can't live down. But we have to talk about it briefly. Last week, when we were going into the Cowboys games, I was stressing the fact that this was going to be like a a determining factor. And I talked about how I truly felt this game was going to set the tone for these next few weeks because the Eagles have a really tough stretch of games, like starting now against the Chiefs week four. Then I think we have the Panthers, we have like the Raiders coming up, we have the Bucks coming up. So some really talented, some really competitive teams 
within these next few weeks. So the fact that we got blown out by the Cowboys, I don't think is a good place to be in. Um, I think that sucked the life out of the team. I think that, you know, really uh, brought us down for sure compared to if the cow, I mean, compared to if the Eagles would have won that game over the Cowboys. So I didn't think that the loss was going to be that bad. I didn't think the Cowboys were going to put up 40 points, but they did. And overall, it was a really poor performance by the Eagles. I think we can all agree that the game plan was poor. That was one of the biggest takeaways from this week. Jalen Hurts' performance was really poor. This was probably the worst performance that we've seen from him so far. And yeah, it's still early, but so far this was probably one of his less her his weaker performances. The, you know, you being able to utilize the player strengths and the young talent, very poor job on the coaching staff's part. And just the ridiculous amount of penalties piss poor we saw that the running backs only ran the ball three times why 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 would they think that that's okay I I I don't understand that part at all and pro football reference tweeted out saying that the Eagles ran just three running plays for running backs that's the fewest carries by a team's running backs in any game in in their database so that's embarrassing Mal Sanders only got two carries, which, like I said, it doesn't make sense. We know what type of player he is, so why would they only limit him to two carries? His two carries went for 27 yards, and he had three catches for 28 yards. And then Kenny Gainwell only got one carry. Also, wide receiver Quez Watkins, a player who we saw performed extremely well during the preseason and who we know who has talent, who we know who is a dominant player, who we know who is, like, if he's really given the opportunity, like, he could be a star. He barely got any targets during the week three game against the Cowboys. The ball was only thrown his way twice. And like I said, we've seen what he's capable of. So you would have thought it would be a no brainer to, you know, really incorporate him heavy. But we haven't really seen him get targeted much. We haven't really seen um, him get the opportunity to do too much. And it's crazy because after the week three, you know, loss, we always do the instant reaction show. And before the show, we always tweet out like three words to describe this loss. And it was so broad. You know, it just really has me wondering, what is the biggest reason for concern surrounding the Eagles right now? You heard a lot of people talking about Nick Sirianni, of course. You heard a lot of people talking about Jalen Hurts and his accuracy, right, and the type of player he is. And can he really develop into a franchise QB? But you also uh, heard people talking about, like, the lack of talent just compared to the Cowboys. Like, the Eagles, the Eagles roster, when you look at their roster compared to the Cowboys roster, that was a concern. And then, of course, Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman. That's a lot of moving parts. So it's kind of confusing. It's kind of frustrating. And it just leaves you wondering, like, what really needs to be done in order to get this franchise back on the right track. But moving on, Patrick Mahomes. And the one and two Chiefs, you know, the Eagles are prepared to play them week four on Sunday, October 3rd at 1 p.m. And although we do know that Patrick Mahomes and the offense are known for being dominant, we know about, you know, Tyreek Hill, we know about Travis Kelsey, right? The defense remains a weakness. 
It hasn't been good like at all this season. They've allowed the most points in the NFL. Through the first three weeks, no team allowed more points. So they allowed 31.7 points per game. That's wild. So clearly, you know, the Eagles may just may be able to take advantage of that. I'm not saying the Eagles are going to win, but maybe it won't be a blowout game if the Eagles, you know, can at least get points on the board and, and keep it close. That's what we're going to hope happens. And also one of the concerns that the Chiefs have struggled with is turnovers, which we saw against the Chargers. And we also saw that against the Ravens. And now on to injury reports. The Eagles issued their final injury report on Friday in starting left tackle Jordan Mailata was ruled out as he continues to heal from his knee injury. He did mispractice the entire week and he has been given a two to four week recovery timeline. So he just might miss another game or two. So Andre Dillard will start in his place. Also, Eagles starting safety Rodney McLeod will be making his season debut on Sunday, and he participated fully in practice the entire week. This will be his very first time suiting up since he suffered from an ACL injury last December. According to the injury report, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Marcus Epps, and Davion Taylor all participated fully on Friday, and they are all going to play on Sunday. And this will be Davion Taylor's very first time playing since he re-aggravated his calf injury during week two. And on the reserve injured list, Brandon Brooks, Jason Kroon, Jack Driscoll, Brandon Graham, Tyree Jackson, Josiah Scott, Isaac Suomala, Michael Walker, and Kayvon Wallace. As for the Chiefs, we already talked about their defense and how it continues to be their weakness. Their backup cornerback, Rashad Fenton, has been ruled out. And their starting defensive end, Frank Clark, and also their starting cornerback, Travarius Tra Ward, are both questionable to play. And they were both limited in practice the entire week. So on the Chiefs reserve injured, Willie Gay, Elijah McGuire, Chad Williams, and then on the reserve for non-football injury, Malik Herring. And on the reserve for physically unable to perform, Kyle Long. Eagles all-time rushing leader LaShawn McCoy officially retired as a member of the Eagles on Friday. After 12 long years in the NFL, the running back decided to return home to Philadelphia to the team that drafted him in the second round of the 2009 NFL draft for his retirement. He spent his first six NFL seasons in Philadelphia, so from 2009 to 2014, where he currently ranks first in rushing yards with 6,792 yards, second in rushing attempts, 1,461 third in rushing touchdowns with 44, and third in rushing average at 4.7. And he is going to be recognized as the Eagles legend of the game after the first quarter at Lincoln Financial Field during Sunday's game against the Chiefs. But that is going to be all for episode 27 of Above the Nest with Rachel. Thank you so much for tuning in and for the constant support. You guys are literally the best. Don't forget to like, don't forget to leave a review, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on social media, on Instagram, and on Twitter. 
And just thank you so much for continuing to support all of the content on the feed. You guys know the drill on Sunday, immediately after the Eagles game against the Chiefs. So the Eagles game is on Sunday, October 3rd at 1 p.m. And immediately after that game, you guys know we're going to do the BGN Instant Reaction Show. So tune in for that. Drop your three-word response because we want to hear from you and just engage with us on the live stream. So that would be awesome. But thank you so much for tuning in. I truly, truly appreciate all of the support. Have an amazing weekend. And we out.